Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about the Black Doodler murders, a serial killer back in the 70s who, (laughs) is that funny? (laughs) Yeah, uh, he didn't have the scariest name of all time. Um, but he was a serial killer in San Francisco. He terrorized um, the gay community there back in the 1970s. And uh, he was called the doodler, Brandy, because he left <laughs> sketches of his victims, which is creepy as fuck. You that gotta, is creepy, but come on. Doodler, I mean, sketcher well, would have been something that could have worked, but doodles, what I do yeah. during a bow oh, movement uh, or, you know whatever what? <laughs> during a podcast <laughs> during a podcast i mean come on well in all i thought i uh, i read this is black brief. diddler i thought he was a <laughs> why there's no i <laughs> i thought maybe he was a priest or something i don't know maybe i thought the man oh was up yeah was up. i don't know well before we get too far into the story let Wait, me there's no i remind everyone illiterate bastard remind everyone that <laughs> that we do, as Brandy just um, did, we sometimes use adult language. And let's face it, it's Brandy that uses adult language. Yeah, yeah and, it is Brandy. Uh, and if that, you know, God damn it, Brandy, if it weren't for you, right. we'd have a wholesome, family-friendly show. But you yes. got to talk like mm-hmm. a motherfucking Santa all the she time. Fucks it up. Yeah, fuck she fucks everything it up. up for everybody. I know. It's awful. So if, um, God bless. if adult language... Then you just put then take your was, Quaker ass right on out of here. Quaker ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we have a lot of Quaker listeners, but not we anymore. Welcome we them. don't. We they welcome the. Left. We we <laughs> we also welcome the Amish, Brandy. Yes, yeah, we, we are, do. We, we love the Amish, Mennonites, all of them. Now, see, yes. here's the thing, yes. Tim. This is what people don't get. The no. Amish can't use electricity, but you know the Amish are running a scam. You know that, right? I mean, oh, it, how is ain't that no curl? way somebody baked that pie without electricity. And then over a fire, so you think that you think it's all no, the front. The Amish are the same as carnies, Tim. 
and you go to Don't one of those little Amish towns because I did this with Logan, and you uh, sneak in there after ten o'clock. They got their PS4s. They're watching cable, the satellite dishes. It's like everything pops up when it gets dark. I feel like that's a bullshit I knew a story. Wo- I knew a woman who gave uh, gave blowjobs to carnies to ride to Tilt-A-World. <sighs> Did she gag after or gag before, Timmy? <laughs> Not during while she was riding the Tilt-A-World. Like that's before, dangerous. Then they, yeah. Gross. Good the dog. scrambler. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Let me introduce. I don't think I could get a what? Woody on the on the uh, <laughs> oh, tilt the world. She did give a guy, uh, one of them, a Woody, uh, Woody, uh, blowjob on a on the roundup. Oh, you know where? You, yeah. Man, that would <laughs> that's kinky. that's dangerous. Yeah, that would end up. You could end up with a penis in the back of your head there. Well, I, yeah, but the, the thing is, you don't want to be watching that from the ground because you could get you, you know, get dizzy. You could get well that you could get well, a that's facial true. because I, you know that I was on gravity. the ride. Gravity's a bitch, Brandy. It's so early for this. So early. You missed us. You missed it. You know you have. But anyway, <laughs> don't use the if you're offended by adult language from Brandy. Yeah, don't we? Sometimes we talk. Uh, you know, sometimes she. Yeah. We were talking, Colonel, before we went on the air about Brandy's cult. As yeah. I, I was saying, they're lovely people. Oh, wow, they're a cult. But they are and amazing. Bunch of man. They're amazing. Bunch of man hating no, lesbians not. is what they are. No, they're not, and that's ridiculous. <laughs> and you need to man hating lesbians it, is what you know. Girl, it's to- you need how to stop. Describes. There's toxic. That's not true. Toxic lesbian, isn't it? Lesbianism, Timmy. Well, there's a few who might be man. You should not talk you know, about my buddy Terry Stafford that way. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry is. I'm. I'm sure Terry likes watching yeah. lesbians, like we all do. See, he encourages lesbianism. You're, you f- now, but Brandy, you played. Uh, you played the law softball in your day, and and naturally, those stories are going to circulate. Mm-hmm. Naturally, naturally. Let me introduce a lady who is known. Throughout the land is Brandy the Benevolent. She's loved by Team Brandy, the Her Majesty Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? Well, I'm not good, Timmy. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're not good. I, What's wrong? What's wrong, Brandy? Well, so as you both know, I have a I have a uh, younger young my youngest child Noah is eight. Uh, the young Do you Noah. Have any children we don't know about? Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. Duh. So, he's um, he's eight. He's amazing. And the night before last, he woke up and saying he couldn't breathe. And so we're you know giving him his inhaler, inhaler, doing all this stuff. Turns out the child has croup. Now, for those of you oh. that have children, you know that croup usually occurs in infants and you know the early toddlerhood. But evidently, it's making a comeback in older kids. So, no well, one has. Glad to hear yeah, that's not that kind of comeback you root for. Glad to hear no, it is not. Yeah, yeah. So, he has croup. So, we've been kind of dealing with that oh, most that of the weekend. I used yeah. to have croup when I was a kid, when I was little. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, well, a lot of people, you know, a lot of kids have it. And it's, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, you take them outside or you put them in a steamy room or, you know, whatever. But, you know, eight is a little old for croup, but 
as I was informed. They used to put me in a ice tent. Did, oh, the tent. I had the tent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had the tent. But I get the tent now at sometimes early in the morning. <laughs> well done. Yeah. I, I, I get an occasional tent in the morning, Timmy. Ugh. But that's normal. That you should be ashamed of, Colonel. No. Make you feel good about yourself, Timmy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, other than that, work's a zoo. Not that either one of you would know because, you know. Well, did you have a good time at DweebCon? DweebCon was amazing. DweebCon was wonderful. We, we have amazing listeners. We, I have to say that they're, they're, are, they are so fun. They're so fun. And, and uh, you guys know Jacob, my other kid, my other son, came. Um, and he had a great time. Everybody was so kind to him and um, really welcome. Yeah, I love that interview. That. I'm sorry the interview didn't get, you know, the colonel interviewed um, the folks, some of the folks attending DweebCon. And, and we didn't get that recorded, but... Jake was interviewed, and he, was. Uh, he is so brandy. He's so well spoken, so mature. Well, I was really impressed by that. You know, it's been a long time coming, Timmy. As you and he know. didn't cuss, Colonel. Was you shocked that he didn't cuss? He didn't cuss I mean, at all. Like he's around his mother all well, the time. I was time. afraid oh, yeah, that every no. question would him just look at me saying, "Go fuck yourself," or you know, "Why nope. don't you go?" Put he was something so mature. He was so the opposite of yeah. you, Brandy. No. How did that happen? No, he's. Um, you could no, clearly actually... see Noah's influence on him, Timmy. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think Noah is a big influence on me. Uh, yeah, he, but Jacob's growing into his own, and but everybody was very kind. We got to meet a lot of our new, a lot of new people came to Tweepcon this year that didn't come last year. Um, yeah, so that was fun. That was um, that was great. Yeah, it was good to see Jamie and Tommy. Lane and I know I'm going to leave someone out. Molly, Nick and, Molly. and Nick mean, and yeah, yeah all, everybody. Just, and then, you know, the people that come every year, Nick Johnson and Terry. And yeah. it was, you know, it was great, Karen. So it was it was nice. It was nice to see everybody. Everybody was chill. And Molly um, Erickson find a- was not a wholly unattractive woman. <laughs> no, she's, no, she's pretty. quite lovely. She's beautiful. Yes. But we got to find a new place to have it next year because, or to stay because you know they're tearing down that hotel. So I know we'll have I to know. go across we the street to. to the Hilton, or the Westin, or something. Maybe Paris. Maybe Paris will be there. Oh, maybe Paris. Maybe with her touch, she, with her size ten feet. Who might be yeah. there? I know. I, I learned that this Paris week. Hilton. Oh, she's got size ten feet. Ter- ter- yeah. yeah, you know she's packing yeah. a big donger on her. Is she forty yet? Oh, for God's sake, no! She's got to be close to four. She's it? not. I don't even know. Uh, I'm not even sure down, she's turned Brandy. thirty. Write that down, Brandy. Uh, I will not. Let me introduce a man who is known as the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting today, Brandy. I know one. A man who has been uh, described as an oasis in the desert of despair. We go through these troubling times. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Oh. A man who has his own following, Brandy. They're called uh, Team Colonel. He's got a dog in a sweater. And the Colonel's bad girls, Timmy. <laughs> Don't forget about the Colonel's bad girls. CBGs. Cannot forget the CBGs. Uh, and I... He does have, as you mentioned, Brandy, a dog in the sweater, the uh, debonair-looking bow. You would never catch Rudy wearing a sweater. That's all. Rudy's got a Broncos jersey now. He doesn't mind putting that on. 
Well, only in football season. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. Hmm. What's wrong, Colonel? Shocking. Well, Timmy, we have had such a breakdown in society that I, the Colonel, was victimized by society, Timmy. Oh, God. You were victimized by society. Well, what happened, Colonel? Tell us us what happened. Timmy, someone Uh. attempted to carjack me. I know. I saw that on the Facebook. What happened, Colonel? Tell tell our listeners that so they can be on guard for the um, for crime in their well, area. Well, I got out of my car and I was going to get gas. I was headed to. The... Well, set the scene for us, Colonel. Set the scene. Pull... The scene is set. He's at a gas station. I pull into a gas station. It was, was, it during the was it during the day? Was it during the night? Four okay. o'clock in the afternoon, beautiful day. Ugh. How was the weather? Weather was, was beautiful. Weather? Had I hate Mrs. You too, Colonel man. with me in the car. And yes. I pull over to get gas and I get out of my car, Timmy, and in just a flash, this big toothless junkie jumped into my car, threatened me with a firearm, and said if I And what now what did he say exactly? He said he said, stick them up. I have a gun. Give me your keys. <laughs> Keith. Give me your keys. Now, did he have a gun, did, Colonel? Do, he did not, in fact, have a gun. And it, and this is just a, a, a note to would-be carjackers. If you're kind of pathetic looking and you jump in somebody's car, if you say you have a gun, you probably should have a gun. And I'm not encouraging or at people least- to have guns, but... When you run across this, or at least Colonel, put your finger in your pocket. Exactly, and he didn't make it make it look like he didn't even yes. make a good attempt. Timmy tricks everyone, and he had those skinny jogger pants on, and he'd run up to my car, and I thought, well, if you had a gun, it would have fallen out. But that's a good point. So I was a little impatient, and uh, Mrs. Colonel thought that it was just me getting into the car, so she paid no heed to him. And I said, look here, boy, get out of my damn car. And he said, again, I have a gun and I, you know, want your keys. Yeah. At that point, you're going to have to show it, Brandy. Yeah. You said it well, twice. I would think so. It was it was getting to triple dog dad Timmy, territory, Timmy. Yeah. Right. And I, it's uh, like Beetlejuice. So I looked at him again. And I said, son. Get your ass out of my car. And I thought, well, you know, I'm going to have to pull him out of my car and, you know, just rough him up just a little. I don't, you know, he, not not a lot because, but, but before I, and I said to Renee, because I have my, in my car, it's just a push button ignition, Timmy. You know, you just push a button. Is Renee, is Renee hitting him? Well, Timmy. I told Renee, Renee, exit the vehicle. Because once she exits the vehicle, he can't start it. We're just standing there having a standoff. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, right. back in the old days, they would say a Mexican standoff, but I don't think that's appropriate oh, to say fuck's anymore. sake. But you get the picture, right? I get the picture. Do you get the picture, Brandy? 
So I said... Racially tinged picture. I got it. Renee, get out of the car. Well, I'm not sure what Renee heard. But the woman has a lot of pent-up anger in her, Timmy. Surprising. Because she started pushing on him, yelling at him to get out of the car, and then started wailing on the side of his head, Timmy. <laughs> and I finally... She was, she's probably thinking of you during the... I, I think, it was, taking out I some think of there her. was flashes of me and Logan. All you had to do, actually, is talk, start talking in your colonel <laughs> yeah. accent. She she probably would have beat him to death. <laughs> well, she would, yeah, she would have shut the door. She would, she would have just said... When I told her to get Drive. out, she said no. <laughs> No, Colonel. Yeah. You shut the door and told him to drive. And leave me in here with him. So I, I started kind of chuckling to myself a little bit, thinking, where is this coming from? But everybody everybody in the free world knows where it's coming from. Well, I'm not sure why it's just a mystery to you. So, so Renee is beating this guy. He's half in, half out of your car, I guess, at well, this point. Well, I reached to grab him to get him out, but he's a very... To save, large, his life. Yeah, to save his life. He's a large kid. He's only 22. He, and his, he, they listed the police report at 62220. And uh, I thought it took very little resistance to get him out of my car because he was, in fact, as I started to grab and pull, he was actually leaping from my car to escape her. <laughs> and uh, I stood there and I thought, well, that's victory. I won that one. And then someone nosy ass, you know, bystanders, don't mind no damn business, said, catch him. And I thought, son of a. So he started to he run. He started to run. And I thought, well, no, you catch him. I don't want to run. I had to run a whole city block, Timmy. A whole city block. Did you? Did you I did catch apprehend him, him Timmy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He tripped on concrete, didn't he? I did apprehend him, Timmy. Yes. He after did. he fell. After, after he, he fell. After Jesus did the work for you. <laughs> and, and I don't know how. I don't and, know if he. An opiate withdrawal. I, mm-hmm. I, I think what happened to me is he looked back, saw me. Some, and, you know, I'm in the middle of Shiviet, Timmy, which is a, uh, let's call it a blue-collar working class area, Timmy. And uh, mm-hmm. once they stood, sure. so, i.e. white trash, Brandon. Very oh, much so. And I already once know. Once the guys in the bar saw that there was a little bit of a skirmish out there, they came running out, too. So it looked like Homeward Bound, where you had a pack of dogs chasing a cat. And I thought, yeah. So the guys in the bar are thinking they get to whip someone's ass and can't get, won't get, or possibly shoot, or possibly shoot someone. That was the only time I was afraid, Timmy, because I thought one of these some bitches has probably got a gun and they're gonna let go with a shot and it's gonna hit me in the kidney because I was between them and him, Timmy. In the kidney, right in the kidney. In the kidney. Well, yeah, because they're not necessarily great shots. So you're sitting on this guy at this point, Colonel. You're s- sitting on. No, the, I'm still chasing him. Or... And oh, then, okay. he, and then karma stepped in. And then in. he turned around and saw the fierce look of determination and sweat on my face. Sweat. And, and it made his knees and legs shaky, and they came out from under him, Timmy, and he just crashed to the ground 
It Let me ask you something. The look of determination, is that also the look of a breathless old man? It was the look of an impending heart attack, I believe, Devil, yes. Exactly. And then, how come I get the sense this is something out of The Simpsons? I can see Homer like <laughs> was, running like it that. Was very, yeah. The way I tell the story, Timmy, was that I got on mm-hmm. him and I. It doesn't capture the terror that uh, that be, uh, you were feeling at the time, or that uh, he was. That well, he the was terror really, that the terror that he was kind of pass out. The terror, the terror I had having to run a full city block. But he, uh, the way I tell the story. Is that I just caught up to him and I put my foot on the back of his leg and said, look here, motherfucker, don't get up. Don't even try to move. I'm aggravated with you. But the reality is I got there and I said. (laughs) And he fell on top of him. Yes. (laughs) I said, (laughs) look here, motherfucker. (laughs) Don't move. So Chuck passed out on top of him, and he couldn't. You're hoping that he knows CPR. That's what you're asking. (laughs) That's what I'm asking him. Yeah. Can we just take? I I call time. That's what I call. I told him. I call time. (laughs) I'll let you go. Just just to let me die. (laughs) Perform CPR on me, please. So did the uh, Cincinnati finest uh, arrive? They did. They arrested him. They took him to the jail, at which point he told them he had ingested a fair amount of uh, narcotics, opioids. Mm-hmm. So they took him to the hospital. Did they get out the narcotics? Well, no, he didn't overdose. So they just took him to the hospital. Okay. Wait a minute. Was it like when you say ingested, was it to be reconstituted? I don't know for exactly sale? how he or, did that. Mm. But Okay. They, because he did that, they could not take him at the jail, so they took him to uh, to the hospital where he promptly escaped. Timmy, shut up. So, 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 Colonel, he escaped. So you you did all that running for nothing is basically what you're. That's what you're exactly saying. what I'm saying, Timmy. He escaped. I'm sorry, he escaped. <laughs> so he is on the loose. Out there, uh, menacing society once again. He is. He's. He's. Uh, I. I'm. I'm tracking him actively now. Me and Rudy. Um, we're trying to show Bo how to how to be a tracking dog. Well, Bo seems more like uh, Sherlock Holmes to me with his sweater. He just needs a little pipe. Bo got. Bo got. And, uh, 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 you know, you know, putting Bo in a sweater means he's not going to get laid by any of the other little dogs. In the well, place. he just he just you had know, his balls cut off of Tuesday, now. so. I was so. Yeah, so he can yeah, wear he can wear, he can wear fedoras. He can wear pretty much anything. He can wear those Olivia Newton John high pull up stockings. You know, those leg warmers. Yeah. if you want because it don't matter. Yes, he's not getting laid. He, he can't get no. laid even if he. Yeah. So. No. So. Well, Colonel, I'm sorry you had such a terrifying experience. Well, it was, and I'm sure that I'm sure he'll think twice before he jumps in a car with Renee. Well, he will. Th- you know what? I think he will look and see: is there a uh, is there just a woman that looks like she's just ill-tempered? And Renee was on Facebook. I think that I, the thing that was was that we were supposed to go to the grocery store. Oh, you should have did a Facebook live of it. That, that would have been, been fantastic. Oh my yeah. God, that would have been amazing. Yeah, I just don't know what got into the woman. I said, Renee, just get out of the car. And she said, you get out of you get out of my car. And started pushing him with one hand and flailing on him with the other, Timmy. 
And he was ducking and well, bobbing that's... and weaving and jumping out of the car. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll think twice before he does that again. Yeah, she was she was in one of those hangry moods, Timmy. You know that women get into oh. when uh Yeah, so you you, you did, hadn't had dinner. Yeah, yet. and he was standing oh. in the way of her and food, which is not, you know, it's like stand not a good yeah, place like to be. Like a, a pork chop. It's not where you want to be, right in the middle. It's like between, sitting between brandy and a line of Coke. You just exactly. don't want to be there. Exactly. You know what? That reminds me. So I went to, uh, Friday we went to the new Kroger downtown. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, evidently. Kroger is a uh, grocery, grocery store. store. Grocery store. And yeah. I, we went there to go get some Starbucks before I had to go to the sad building and uh, Jacob and Jessica were with me and they went into the bathroom. Now, this is in downtown Cincinnati. Um, but they went to the bathroom and they came back out. Evidently, right before they went in, there was some sketchy guy that came out of there. And when they went in, there was a line of Coke on, on the counter. Oh, like, all cut damn. up. All cut up, in a line, the whole bit. Well, that was nice. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I know, right? I'm like, well, did what'd you do? Nothing. I don't want to mess with that. I'm like, okay. Snort it? <laughs> I, You know, it could have been you, whatever, but yeah. You didn't hear what I said. There was a lot of <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, oh, that's well. just, it. but yeah, so well. that's a good time. But I didn't run in there and, and snort it. I left it for those less fortunate than me. Well, that that's uh, very admirable of you, Brandy. Yeah, very, well, very out of it's character. It's my way of giving but, back. Yeah. All right, let's talk about crime in San Francisco, shall we? About the, the doodler. Black doodler, Brandy. The doodler. In all, in all, the doodler is believed responsible for at least five murders and possibly as many as 14 murders, Brandy. Yes. In addition, police believe the doodler is responsible for at least three assaults where victims where the victims survived. The attacks took place from January 1974. I was 13 years old. I was not born. Until September 1975. That was the year the Reds won the World Series, Brandy. I know you are very, uh, you were very aware of that. Okay. The killer came from. Uh, the killer became known as the Black Doodler <laughs> because he was. African American. Now, see, now and, they just—you got to throw that label on there. You couldn't have just called him the doodler. Well, I didn't. Throw I know that label this on is just a—it's a—it's a, a uh, conviction of the times to me. If he would have been an Asian, would they have called him the Chinese doodler? You know, the the Indian doodler. The I I'm, I don't know, but this was the seventies, so we were we were not as uh, advanced. Not S- as well. Uh, socially, did, did he wear yeah. roller skates, Timmy? He, that would not that I know. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And shorts, shorts yeah. and roller skates. Amazing. But he, because because he was African American, he was called the Black Doodler, and he would draw sketches of his victims and leave them at the crime scene. And then, as I said, Brandy, that's that creepy. Is creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. that is. Were they, well, I guess we'll find out, but were they, do we know, were they pictures of them while they were alive or dead? Uh, as far as I could see in the research, they were alive, and that's kind of how he met people. He would draw, you know, like, characters of him. Oh, caricatures, of them. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then 
um, he would leave these at the crime scene. Now, they police have not released these pictures because they're it's an active open case. Sure. Um, so I've never I haven't seen any of the photos, but apparently he would draw these uh, of them, and that's how he kind of met them, and um, you know picked them up or whatever. After an extensive investigation. Uh, police were unable to make any arrest in the case, although there were at least one prime suspect. Um, police could not make any arrest because the victims refused to testify. Remember, this was the early 70s, and if they testified, they would have to not only uh, testify in court, but they would be coming out basically as gay um, so they were very reluctant to do so. As I said, it's believed the doodler is responsible for at least 14 murders. Uh, a consistent method used in the killings uh, where he would stab the victims repeatedly in the front and the back of their bodies, sometimes even, even uh, removing some of their vital organs. Oh, gross. He was the black doodler. Police the, uh, is what he was. Yeah. Police theorize that the victims all had died after meeting him uh, near uh, they near where they were, their bodies were recovered. And they believe as early on they thought at least it may be three different uh, perpetrators. Uh, but they're pretty confident now it was one. And if you remember like last year when the Golden uh, State Killer mm-hmm. was apprehended. And, yep. Um police uh and this has always been an open case so they didn't reopen the case but they did release some information in the media and are still hopeful that uh the black doodler will will be brought to justice so let me give you a little background san francisco in the 1970s was a global hub of the counterculture brandy as you know sure you hang out there i do not and with all your hip your hippie friends yeah uh, it's no. known worldwide for its hippies and radicals. The city was uh, heavily affected by drugs, prostitution, mm. and crime. That's a trifecta yeah. there, Colonel. I mean, you can't really. That's what a realtor. That's what a realtor wants to hear about your house. It's not location, yeah. location, yeah, location. It's drugs, prostitution, and crime. Am I close to it? Yeah. Because if so, I'll take it. Outcast and the socially marginalized were uh, attracted by a greater tolerance and acceptance and acceptance of diverse cultures in the city. Our friend Anna Gerline, of course, from San Francisco. I would not call her an outcast, though. A, no, no, no. I'm just saying that she's from San Francisco. She lives yeah. in that area. San Francisco was the cradle of porno- the pornography industry, Brandy, as you know, what? in the early 1970s. And led to a dramatic growth of strip clubs, adult theaters, peep shows, and sex shops downtown. And I, you know, I'm kind of, this kind of makes me want to go to San Francisco, I'm pro, Colonel. Well, you're kind of a connoisseur I'm pro of peep things. show, Timmy. Me too. Nah, they cleaned it up. That's, that's a shame. As well as the creation of the first feminist advocacy groups for sex workers. Yeah, that's when it all went to hell. The sex workers unionized, Timmy. 
Yeah, that, that you know what well, that 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 makes price. Drove the rates through the roof. I'm not in favor of it. Oh, like crazy. But San Francisco in this period is uh, was also known for its diversity, its art, its architecture, and of course its music. Uh, the uh, Jefferson Airplane is from. They started there in San Francisco. Grateful Dead. Uh, the Grateful Dead. Journey. Yeah. Of course. Uh, of course. Um, Janis Joplin lived in San Francisco. A lot of famous people lived in San Francisco, and it became a place where people uh, were unconditionally accepted and loved. Brandy, your thoughts on that? Sounds wonderful. In the early 1970s, San Francisco was um, also growing, uh, one of the world's biggest centers for the LGBT community and LGBT rights. Many gay men and women flocked to San Francisco to start new lives in cities where they were not only accepted but also welcomed. Although the majority of this community were no more sexually promiscuous than uh, their heterosexual counterparts, this was an era of sexual revolution, which was also prior to the AIDS outbreak, which would occur a decade later. In short, as in any healthy community, people were sexually active. Uh, this sadly became a problem in January 1974 when many young men started showing up dead and leaving police to wonder who was doing the killing. How do you show up dead? Like, well, how does that happen? How do you show up you to a party show up, dead? You show up on you show up on a, in a, on a in the park. You show on up sidewalk? under some shrubs. On Jeez. sidewalks, uh, you, the 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 you know you show up on the beach. I showed up on a truck. You show up dead. You just show up. You show up dead. Well, in early 1974, while the attention of San Francisco and the nation was focused on the Patty Hearst kidnapping. Now you remember the Patty mm-hmm. Hearst kidnapping, Brandy? You must have been about with the SLA, it, Timmy. I, she was she was not messing I was around. SLA. She was hot. She was hot. <laughs> Wasn't it the PLA? I don't know, but it gives me a little bit of a bonus just thinking about it. I thought it was Palestine. Sibonese Liberation Oh, it wasn't Palestine. No, it was one of those little tiny groups that she was hooked up with. Yeah, it was like, yeah. We have to do a uh, podcast. You know, Timmy, it explains it. You know, we're thinking about Patty Hearst just just made Team Brandy come clear in my head. Two words, Timmy. Yes. Stockholm Syndrome. Whatever. Perhaps, perhaps that's the case because that would explain the their odd behavior yeah. and their devotion to a devilish tyrant. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, it's like being attracted to fire. Really. It is. I mean, you you know, it's not good for you, but what the fuck? Got to got to touch that stove anyway. <laughs> well, all right. So, Gerald Earl. Gerald Earl Cavanaugh, a Canadian-American immigrant, um, was believed to be the doodler's first victim. Why do I feel like dun, dun, dun. If, uh, if, it, if not Lanny, your next husband is going to be Gerald or Earl? He's going to be a Earl's <laughs> in there somewhere. He's, yeah, mm-hmm. and, not at the, and not at the beginning yeah. of his name. He's not going to be Earl. He's going to be like Bobby Earl. Sandwich. He's going to be... Yeah, Bobby Earl, Leroy Eddie Earl, or some shit like that. Yeah, 
Well, yeah. poor little Gerald, Jerry, um, was Jerry. 49 at the time of his slaying, which occurred, of course, by stabbing. Kavanaugh's fully clothed body was located on January 24, 1974, laying face, face up on Ocean Beach in San Francisco in the early hours of the morning. It is believed that Kavanaugh had died several hours before his body was found. He was determined to have been conscience, conscious at the time he was killed and had attempted to resist his killer because he had self-defense wounds. He was stabbed a total of 12 you, times. I mean, uh, oh, that's horrific. But what, I mean, most people would be conscious at the time they were killed, wouldn't they? No. No. I mean, you, you're saying you can knock him out and then kill him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you can uh, just wait till they're so liquored up they passed out. Well, yeah, there's that. Dweeb kind that's of that's usually how that that's I, <laughs> that's how Brandy paid for her, her car, her latest car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. The old uh, Bill Cosby approach. <laughs> you know, if that was the case, I wouldn't be driving a Kia. <laughs> uh, let's see. He was Have you ever been with a man, been intimate with a man, Brandy, and then he like fall asleep on you? No. You know, he's tired or whatever and just goes off. No. I think women underestimate the amount of energy we put forth in such tasks, Timmy. Well, that, 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 that's, that's the point I'm getting at, Brandy, is that you don't appreciate the effort it takes for men to perform sexually. No. They, okay. think all, I mean, women just have to lay there, basically, right. Colonel. They think all this just that's happens, true. Timmy. That's not true. We put a lot of energy into faking it so we can go back to sleep or get on you with whatever we were doing. put a lot of energy into faking sleep sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. So, poor little Kavanaugh was found fully dressed. He was wearing a Timex watch, which in the 70s was a big deal. Uh, and he had $21 in I wonder. Wallet. I wonder if it was a regular watch or like one of those digital. Remember when they had the digital watches? That was like, oh, you don't because you're too young. Timex, remember, Colonel, Timex they, always had digital watches. Yeah. Timex had, I mean, that it, was it, their thing. Yeah. Texas Instrument yeah. came out with the first digital watch and Casio fo- soon followed. But I wonder, Timmy. Casio. That, that's Casio. a fucking baller. If you got a but, Casio, wait a minute. you're a fucking Didn't baller. Didn't Texas Instrument have the... Um, have the I calculator watch? Yeah, calculator yeah. watch, yeah. I, what I want to know was, yeah. was it still ticking when they got him to me? Well, yeah, it takes a licking, yeah. Colonel. Well, it was. So, um, a chalk sketch of Kavanaugh was left at the crime scene. Initially, he Cur- remained Colonel, I got a question. How's your book going, Colonel? The book oh, is God. on hold, Timmy. Um, not now it's turned into a personal battle between me and the estate of some fake-ass colonel down in Kentucky who owns a bunch of restaurants because I came. I had the perfect recipe, as I said, the colonel's secret recipe for love making devil. What do you think about that? Burf. That sounds like a catchy yeah. title there to the me, colonel's Brandy. Secret Your thoughts. recipe to making love. Yeah. Stop. A little bit of parsley, a little bit of penis, a little bit of paprika. Parsley? Yeah, a little bit of, you know. <laughs> no. All right, so can we, let's go. Initially, yes. the poor guy remained unidentified, being temporarily known as John Doe by the medical examiner 
as one is known by well, when they well, are I don't think they give them better names than John Doe or I John Q. Public. I mean, you could come up with something, you know, a little bit well, more And if it's a man, why can't it be John Buck? Yeah. Yeah, Brandy, why? I don't, I don't know. Uh, when Kavanaugh was identified, police learned that he was a single man who'd recently moved to the Bay Area where he found work on the docks. He, Police were able to establish very Johnny few used details. to work on the docks, Colonel. Well, I, I've spent yes. some time, Timmy, sitting on the dock of a bay, collecting a, a paycheck a and watching time Any roll bay. away. Yeah, much like I do at work. So, Colonel, I bet your uh, loneliness just would not leave you alone. No, there. no. Sometimes I feel it's so lonely. It's an amazing story. I could die. He's not getting the song, but that's okay. Uh, police were able to establish. <laughs> now, Brandy, people like the colonel singing. You you got to You got to admit he sings pretty good. I will never admit that because it's not true. Uh, police were able to establish very few details about his personal life or his next of kin. Uh, the next victim was discovered five months later. His name was Joseph Stevens, best known by his nickname Jay was discovered by a woman walking along Spreckles Lake, located in San Francisco, on July 25th, or I'm sorry, on June 25th, 1974. <coughs> Joseph was 27 and originally from Texas. Uh-oh. He had been working at Finocchio's. Fin- so you can't really say he yes. didn't have it coming. He had been working at Finocchio's, a gay bar that had been in the city since 1930. Well, that name's very funny. Yeah. I love the name. You know, Steph, uh, Stephanie Quick also lives in San Francisco. She Our does, good friend. Yeah. Uh, Jay was employed as a part-time bartender, female impersonator, and a comedian. He was a drag queen. So, so yes. you were saying he was work- Colonel, I think she's saying he was working part-time at, at a... What, at a five and dime? Yeah. What yeah, the hell? Working part-time, as a cocktail. He at was a cocktail working bar. Part- part-time as a cocktail... No. At a cocktail bar no, when I met him. You people are fucking it up. Just stop. Well, what is it, Brandy? I won't be able to rest well, unless I know. I knew you were working as a waitress in a cocktail bar. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So this guy no, was a. I was uh, working, working at a waitress a, in a cocktail bar. That much is true. What? But even then, I was, I I was working a as a waitress in a cocktail Either with stop. or without you. Don't. And, and see, that's me. the thing, Colonel. Here's this poor woman at, about that song. That woman uses that guy. Oh, Colonel, she does. In that song. She does. She does. She a hoe. And then she's like, oh, I would make it with or without you. Well, you yeah, didn't, you did didn't. you now? You so, made it with him and then yeah. you ditched him. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Brandy? You're an idiot. Defend that, Brandy. No. She can't. She can't, no. Colonel. I don't, I don't want to because the whole thing is ridiculous. Well, so I mean, if she could have made Jay, it without him, why'd she drag him into the whole mess? <laughs> exactly. Why don't she just go ahead and uh, make, make it, it on, on her own? own. Don't no, she was she was serving drinks, uh, teasing mm-hmm. men. Oh, Colonel, yeah, you know she was. Shaking. You know, when she p- delivers their drinks, she's all giggy, mm-hmm. you know, joking. Tight little outfit, flirty. shaking the little hips. Yeah. Like, yeah. She couldn't have made it no, without him. She'd That's still bullshit. be at that goddamn cocktail bar. <sighs> yeah. Like she wouldn't be getting many tips Norma right now because she'd be d- about 60. Drinking, taking out. Yeah, it's got the makeup all smeared yeah, on. Yeah, light the people. Yeah. 
Yeah. What do you think about that, right, Randy? Are you done with your drivel? <laughs> well, we're just saying, Brandy, that she would not have made it without yeah. him, despite what she's saying. Uh-huh. And... So police believe that... And... Police believe... Yes, that Colonel... Jay... Can we please talk about this poor man? Well, it, that please. song leads you into "Come on, Eileen." It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it does. If you, if you, if you, uh, you know, if you're on Spotify, then the very next song is "Come, Come on, on, Eileen." Eileen. Okay. Does Does Eileen have any knowledge that this is about to occur? That's what I could never figure I... out from the song. <laughs> Come on, Eileen. Is he telling his friend? Well, I mean, I don't know what's going on there. Okay. Is she being is she being like you know petulant and not doing what he yeah, wants like her to do? Yeah, like he's trying to talk, or you know, like you know what, you know what? No, you know what you should do is think about that quietly, introspectively. Well, no, she just, is it? And let me talk. No, quietly clar- in your See, head. I like so I like in your head. who clarify things and who, who write with a sense of clarity. And conciseness, you know. I'm used to Timmy. Let, let I'm me, used. Let me be. Tim- let me be clear and concise. I'm going to talk about this motherfucker here, and you all need to stop yapping. Well, there's just one thing. Yeah, that's Colonel, clear. When, is when, that clear when, and when concise start, enough? When you start winning an argument, Colonel, that's when she starts. It, it is. You it that? is. See, here's the thing. Sweet baby Ray. I'm used to Timmy. Let me talk about this poor drag queen. I'm used to Timmy's really Please. clear prose. Well, I know exactly what's going on, but that song "Come On, Eileen" is ambiguous. I don't know if she just like it is. You have to admit that, Brandon. Maybe you have to concede that. Maybe I have not thought about that song that in depth. Maybe he's trying to just get her to go. You know, like she, they're in a hurry, and he's like, "Come on, Eileen," and then or maybe. Yeah. If you play it Quit backwards, fucking talking on the phone, Eileen. Let's yeah. Maybe go. if you play it backwards, it says, "Colonel, shut the fuck up," so Brandy can read the goddamn script. Maybe she. Maybe it says that. Maybe she had a glazed donut. That. You know, and people are walking by trying to figure it out, and it's like, "Is that? Come on, Eileen." You know what I mean? They're not. They, they, they just need to be more yeah, clear. That could be it. Yes, yeah. I agree, Colonel. Proceed, Brandy. Proceed. Yeah, come on, Brandy. We're like, Brandy. like a fucking hour into yeah. this podcast already. Police, come on. police believe that Jay had died shortly before his body was found. He'd this been is uh, Jay, the drag queen guy. Yes, right. You okay. would know that if I was allowed I just to want... read a fucking paragraph in succession. That would be fucking spectacular. Well, I, you know, sometimes you're not very clear, you're not. Brandy. But okay, okay. Not, Timmy couldn't make Jay it died... any easier for you. <sighs> I mean. It, I mean, so, the colonel does a great job editing these episodes, but, you know, he can only do so much. Yeah, I'm not goddamn Houdini right. now. So Jay had, been witnessed, Jay had been witnessed at the cabaret club. It was a gay bar the previous evening. Officers suspected that he was alive at the time he'd been at Spreckles Lake, possibly transporting himself to the area with his killer. So he, police believe that he may have driven to the lake... To meet the killer at a designated spot. Spreckles Lake. Jay, Doesn't that sound Jay. like it was named after somebody's Sp- caca spaniel? Spreckles. Spreckles, yeah. yeah. Come on, Spreckles. It does. Uh, Joseph Stevens, otherwise known as Jay, had been stabbed at least eight times. He had a deep wound from his neck down to his navel. Bam! And some of his organs, including his lungs, had been removed. That's not a stab. A That's a slicing. That's a gutting. Yeah, that's a gutting. Uh, a penciled 
a penciled sketch of the victim was left near Stephen's body. So clearly this murderer is uh, fluent in all mediums of art. Next, Mm. there's going to be like a clay statue or something. All right. So, like the Doodler's first victim, Klaus Christman was a German national who was in San Francisco on business. Christman's body was discovered by a woman walking her dog on July 7th, 1974. Christman's death had been somewhat more violent than the previous murders because he had considerably more stab wounds than Kavanaugh and Stevens. Christman had Stevens sl- was uh, was cut from his throat down to his navel, so I don't know how it could be any more. Yeah. Well, run him over with a with a steamroller? What do you do? Of there? the three of us, you're the one that wrote it. You Running should know. A coffee grinder, uh, one little piece at a time. Chrisman had been slashed in the throat several times, and his larynx had been cut out. Yeah. Uh, his body was fully clothed, and unlike the previous victims, Chrisman was married and had two children. The fact that he had a makeup tube on his person when he died suggested to police he may have been a closeted gay man and or transvestite. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. As with the previous victims, a simple drawing of Chrisman was found near his body. Now, this is just a public service announcement to our listeners so they can uh, understand culture like the Colonel does. Uh, oh, my just God. Just because a man likes to dress like a woman does not a gay man make, Timmy. There no, are a lot of straight true. men who do just like to like be lipstick. pretty. They just like to be pretty for whatever yep. reason. And there's there's a lot of straight dolls who like who to wear, wear sweaters. sweaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Brandy. No, no. But the only problem was remained... you, get, you get a dog a argyle sweater, Timmy. You know what he wants next? Mm-hmm. Argyle a, socks, a doggy, a, beer. a doggy pipe. A doggy pipe, doggy yeah. pipe. Now he wants he me wants to, to get a beer. Now he wants me to go out and get the newspaper, Timmy. 
So he can just sit in his chair <laughs> with his little legs crossed and with his little pipe and read the newspaper. Smoke yeah. his pipe. Hmm. Christmas. Continue, Brandy. We oh, don't have God. all day. Jesus Christ. Keep up. Chrisman remained unidentified briefly while police were investigating the cases, which they had believed were related after the third murder. Chrisman had worked in Hamburg in the shipping industry and was visiting San Francisco when he was murdered. Man, they got his remains were eventually returned to Germany, where he was buried. They got a lot of hookers in Hamburg, Brandy. On the, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of Reeperbahn is the name of the street. Look it up. Wow. Everyone, Google Reeperbahn right now. Lot of hookers. You're probably saying Reeperbahn. it wrong, so nobody's going to be able to no, do that. No, 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 I'm not. It's a, it's. A, I have no confidence the, in your pronunciation. Quite the entertainment much of area, Brandy. With the discovery Reaper. of Chrisman's body, police determined that they were now dealing with a serial killer who was targeting da, gay da, men da. in the San Francisco area. Da, the da, next, da. yes, the next victim was Frederick Elmer Capman. Capman, sorry, called him Freddie. Probably Freddie Elm. Frederick Frederick Elmer Capman was age thirty-two and was for and from Port Angels, Washington. I don't know what I'm uh, saying. Colonel, maybe she'll end up Angelus. with someone named Elmer. I was thinking Port that, Angelus. too. Elmer Earl, Timmy. Elmer Earl is probably uh, who she's going to end that's up got with. A, that's got a ring to it. But, you know, it'll mm-hmm. work out good for me Rolls because I can just ready. run in and say, Elmer, you know, I, could you run a diagnostic on my battery here? I'm not sure it's real. <laughs> if it's about to <laughs> die or not. Uh, and tell Brandy I said hi when she's making you a pot pie for dinner because, you know, she don't cook. Hmm. When you're... Oh, when she's you put your own pot pie in the microwave for, Elmer. for dinner, Elmer's gonna have a bad Are time. You... We're not done. Pot okay. pie. Just gonna keep going. Okay. When's the last time you had a pot pie, Brandy? Oh God, thirty years. Are you kidding? I don't me? like. I them. love me a pot They're pie. They're gross. I love me a pot pie. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't Turn care. Pot pie. Mm-hmm. But they're better if you put them in the oven and not the microwave. Yeah, they're better cooked, Brandy, than to eat them uh, uncooked. Frederick's body was discovered on May 12th. Don't taste the same at all. 1975 at Ocean Beach outside of San Francisco. This was 10 months after Klaus Christman's murder. Kappen had been stabbed like the other victims, dying from strikes to his aorta. It's believed his body had been moved approximately 20 feet as disturbances in the nearby sand indicated. Blood was found smeared on the soles of Capman's sho- shoes, while bloodstains were also found on Capman's face, hands, torso, and buttocks. Oh, not his buttocks. The killer had, the killer had stabbed Capman yeah, numerous times in the chest. stabbed in the aorta or your buttocks. Yeah, please don't right? stab me in the buttocks. Because then you can't sit down. Exactly. Uh, he had, the killer had stabbed Capman. sleep on your stomach after that. Numerous times in the chest, and police believe that Kappen was dragged at least 20 feet by the killer before being murdered. You know, Timmy, now think about this. Now, you don't eat Popeyes, but those things that you put in the oven, and they say make a slit in the, you know, the little plastic film, make a slit to vent. Uh-huh. Do you know they never give mm-hmm. you real good sp- I find that, uh, I always find that erotic. I, it's a little erotic, but what bothers me is they don't really give you specs. On the slit. Right. Should it be a... Yeah, what is yeah. a slit? Because sometimes, Colonel, as you know, the slit can be the very slits big. Are very, yeah, slits are, you know, like snowflakes. Every slit's different, Timmy. 
And sometimes yeah. you can get That's a cavernous true. slit. Sometimes you can get just a little tiny slit. You never know what kind of slit you're getting into. You never know what kind of slit you're going to get. I, I, w- I think that should be like our slogan for DweebCon next next year, Brandy. You never know what size slit yeah. you're going to get. So I just think they should get better specs on what kind of slit they want. I agree with you, Colonel, because you you don't want because you know you don't want your slit too big. No, you don't want it too small. You want it just right. Right, just right. Really perfect slit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking really? So, Frederick Elmer Cappen. today, devil. If you don't, I swear to God, I wish you were closer to me. Yeah, she's not. I swear, she hasn't done this for a couple weeks. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna hunt you down like the dog you are, (laughs) and I'm gonna beat you in the head. Well, I see. You seem a little sensitive when we start talking about slits, Brandy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you've been crying, yeah, and, and it, yeah, I know you're under a lot of stress, and you got little children with croup and everything, but you seem a little tense today, devil. Yeah. Is there something everything, wrong? Everything okay with you? Because me and Timmy care. Yeah. No, actually, let's stop. I'm going to stop you there. How, could, how can no. Timmy and I help you, devil? You can help shut us the help fuck you. up. How about that? Brandy, you're being resistant you are. to help. You are. You, I'm you're, actually you're not. I'm telling you right exactly now. how to help me. I feel like there needs to but be an intervention here, right Timmy. Oh, I, my God. I agree. Would you please send me to rehab? Please. Please Maybe send me to rehab. Maybe you need another weekend in a cabin. Don't throw me over. in the briar patch. <laughs> please just send me to rehab. <laughs> Maybe you and uh, Stephanie should spend another weekend in a cabin uh, snorting coke and whatever else you do down there. Well, we would, but, you know, we can't can't find a schedule that we're going to get down there before they close it up for the winter. Do you... uh, So... They close for the winter? They mom and dad shut the cabin down for the winter. What's that entail? Just, like, locking the door? Because you can't get back there. What's that entail? Locking the door? What do you do? No, they talk something about they empty. I don't know. They em- they have to get under the house and empty out something. Empty out all the pipes. Oh yeah, they probably and, clean out the pipes. Yeah, yeah, so that it doesn't free all that kind of hoo ha. Speaking so. of cleaning out the pipes, devil. Oh God, <laughs> are you what? Do you, do you when you get up in the morning and you you get in, you're brushing your teeth or whatever you do, you're getting ready for work. Do you look yourself in the eye and say, I'm I'm really taking care of Dave's sexual needs. Yeah, Brandy, do you ever ask you yourself ever that ask question? Yourself that question, devil. You know what I ask myself? How, what poor decision, what It wasn't one decision do? that got you here, devil. Wait a minute. It was a succession yeah. of what bad did, decisions. It was a series Who, of bad What turns. did I do that was so wrong? That I have ended up with the two of you. Well, we figure the as now, see, now as you're my as part of Brandy, my family. You're, you're projecting on us uh, your negative, you know, your negative feelings about your yeah. life. You're projecting that on us. That's okay. My but life is good. And Timmy are very happy people. We're very happy, well-adjusted men. Um, and Wait. if you, but I let me tell you something. Hold on. 
I'm and I'm going to let you continue for that, but I'm not going to participate for a minute because you two have wore me the fuck out, and I'm going to go find a volume or a cigarette or something because I am about ready to choke this microphone. Well, because are, is, are you done with your part? You. Because that would be very rude of you to. I'm not to even close to be done show. with my part. I will, well, but please continue. Can, but I no, will no. say that you, no. Talk, talk for a minute. Talk amongst yourselves. I mean, you seem to be really good at that. So talk amongst speak. yourselves, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go do something that's gonna make me not absolutely lose my what? shit. Well, so, I want to say, Brandon. Talk. This is what I want to say. Is it's closed for the winter? I saw Colonel. I was I went to a uh, drive-in one time and watched that movie. It was not very no. good. It was no, it was not. It was not very good. Not very interesting at all. Why? I, and I guess my question to you is, Devil, what's going on in your life that such just a wee bit of stress is just setting you off? I, that's what I want to know because you know, is obviously, that a question? <laughs> is that is that, is that a question right now? Really? Is it a question? What could be going on? What could be going on? I deal with a hyperactive eight-year-old that talks less than the two of you motherfuckers here. <laughs> I have, I have, I have a drunk uncle that makes more sense than the two of you. So, just let me do this, and just you know what? And you say whatever, say whatever about me. I don't care. I don't care. Just get on with it. And I will, I will going to come back and I'm going to finish this motherfucking page because I only have half the fucking page left and it's taken me two goddamn hours to get through a page and a half. So you know what? Talk amongst yourselves. The Mormon Tabernacle Choir is neither a tabernacle nor a choir. Discuss. She seems she seems upset. She does. And and I think she might have run out of coffee, a cigarettes or, or a bourbon this morning, Timmy. Um, well, I you know, going back to your question about her satisfying uh Dave, uh I I think that might be an a, t- a touchy uh issue for her. I, you, Maybe we were a tad bit insensitive. I, you know what? By suggesting I think we that. might have hit on a the nerve there, Timmy. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think that's probably something we shouldn't bring up, much like our economics professor. You hit a nerve. You hit a fucking nerve, and it was the last goddamn nerve I have. I've had no sleep. I've been dealing with this child over here that's decided, you know, whatever. He doesn't feel well. So you know what? Well, you know own what? your behavior, Brandy. Don't don't blame don't blame yeah. Noah. You need to yeah, own your Noah's behavior. Fault. Noah's I'm gonna, just a little I'm going to blame my lack of sleep, and I'm going to blame the two of you. The two of us. So, All we're saying is just own your behavior, Brandy. You know, when we was I'm at DweebCon, I was sitting there eating a piece of pizza next to, uh, well, really one of, the, one of the most beautiful women in podcasting, Nina. And do you know what Nina said? And Nina instead from Already you Gone. You know what she said to me? I think. What did she say? I, hope, I hate I you. I hope Brandy knows how lucky she is to do a podcast with such delightful men. Yeah, I I don't think she knows that. What I'm going to do is ask her about that later. So, Brandy, I really think it's your anger that's talking now. Maybe, could be. Yeah, I I know you don't mean it. I know that in some somewhere deep in your soul, you're a good person. Somewhere, it's pretty, pretty deep. deep. Pretty yeah. deep. I mean, but I I think you're a, basically a good person, Brady, and I, I know you don't mean the mean things you say about me and the colonel. But but even yeah. l- let us say that this devil maybe 
Can I? Can and I, I want you to just this? ponder on this, because this is important, devil. We forgive you. We, we do. We forgive you. We love you, Brandy. We love you, and we forgive you. Know you know what As that a human. is, though? Okay. And that's, I mean, that's great, but um, I don't give a shit. You can we forgive know that me. That's just, I don't care. We know care. that's just the a dark uh, heart of your talk, yours mm-hmm. talking, Brandy. That's your bad side, devil. I want to talk. Don't listen to that bad devil Frederick? on your shoulder, devil. Listen to the angel on the other shoulder. Can I please talk about Frederick? Because everybody's already forgotten his name. They didn't forget about Elmer. Continue, Can I talk about Go ahead. Go, go ahead, devil. Okay. Tell right. us more. S- Frederick Elmer Kappen was identified through fingerprints when those were matched by those taken by the state due to his occupation as a nurse. We're uh, appealing to the greater na- angel of your nature, Randy. Kappen had also served in the United States Navy, earning medals while serving in the Vietnam War. Thank you for your Thank service. You. Yeah. Uh, as in other slayings, a cartoon caricature of Kappen was found near the victim's body. Gross. Okay, this is, and, and I don't like to get into into too many personal details here, Devil, but I got to ask, just based on your temperament and your attitude th- since this thing, when's the last time you masturbated, Devil? Because you seem like you could use either a, a good massage or, or masturbation, one of the two. Because you know that the fifth- back in the old days, the doctors used to masturbate women to treat them for hysterics. And it seems you're bordering yeah. right on hysterics here. The fifth and last. I victim. think what he's saying, uh, Brandy, is feel free to rub one out if you need to. I mean, I, I really don't need your permission, but thank you. <laughs> uh, the fifth and last victim positively associated with the doodler was 67 year old Harold Gulberg. Gulberg was a Swedish American immigrant who was discovered on June 4th, 1975, in a decomposed state about two weeks after his death at the Lincoln Park Golf Course. The park is located just outside the city on the northwestern corner of the San Francisco Peninsula. Goldberg's death remains slightly inconsistent with the other homicides because he was far older than the others. His underwear had been taken by the killer and his pants were unzipped. So that is something he there. Took- Oh, he took his underwear and put his pants back on. And then redressed it. Yeah. That's not fucking cool. Well, maybe he didn't have any underwear. How did he have underwear? No, maybe. He was 67 Um, years old. There's a good chance he forgot to put his underwear on that day. Well, he was Swedish. You know, they're they're Mm -hmm. freaks. I mean, Timmy, Uh, there was also no. Once you hit 50, you know this, Timmy. I mean, how many days a week do you (laughs) wear underwear to work? You know what? I, I quit. Yeah, I quit caring about how I looked about 10 years ago. Yeah, I may or may not have underwear. Hey, you're just going with it. Oh, so, man. Yeah. So anymore, you're just going with hobo chic? <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Perfect. I'm a hobo. Uh, there was no drawing of Goulburn. Let me tell you something that pisses me off. Now, no. This is a true. This is true. I'm standing, you know, I'm waiting for my bus <laughs> the other day from where we work. <laughs> and this young girl pulls up in the car, attractive young girl. And she says, Colonel, would you like to make some money? Well, I think I think she was propositioning you, Timmy. Well, I know. I think she wanted me to do something illegal. <laughs> and I'm like, do I look like a fucking hobo? Do I need you do, your money? Though. You do. That's what's happening. My life has been... <laughs> what has happened in my life that strangers... 
are pulling up to me asking me if I want to earn some money doing illegal activities, Brandon. Well, first of all, the fact what that happened you wear, to me? wait a minute. First of all, it was probably 70 degrees and you were wearing six jackets. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, I get so, a chill. I know you get that a chill. That does put a, so, I mean, a little that, bit of a homeless vibe to me when you carry an extra jackets yeah. with you. Yeah. Hmm. So um, I was at King's Island one time, geez. Timmy, and this was kind of one of my bigger, bigger disappointments. So you'll be happy to hear this, Devil. But I was, uh, mm. I, I seen these two attractive women. They was about, they was about thirty, and I was about thirty-five. And and I noticed they was kind of, they was kind of eyeballing the Colonel, you know. And 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 I mm-hmm. think we can all agree that the Colonel is, you know, a ladies' man. Ladies' man. So, ladies' uh, man. So finally, they become emboldened enough to walk up, get off the bench, and walk over and approach me, Timmy. And do you know what they said to me? What did they say? They said, those are the two most beautiful boys I've ever seen in my life. I had the twins with me in a a wagon Uh that I was pulling around. And Renee got back, and I told her, I said, "What, what has happened to me? Look at me. I used to be cool, but now I'm pulling two kids in a wagon. I got on a goddamn Buzz Lightyear light pack, backpack. Buzz Lightyear. I had a Buzz Lightyear backpack on, Timmy. I, I, <laughs> well, I'm sure you look very no, dapper I didn't, in that backpack. Timmy, that's what, Nothing says come hither yeah, like a Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, Lightyear backpack. backpack. And, and water bottles strapped to your sides, Timmy. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Colonel. I'm sure there's still women out there who would... You know, enjoy spending an evening with you. There's not. All right. So, there was no drawing of Goldberg found at the scene. However, like the other victims, he was active in the gay community and his throat had been slashed in a manner that was consistent with the other victims. Well, maybe the photo just blew away or something. Yeah. Like Kavanaugh. Maybe he didn't draw him. Maybe. Like Kavanaugh and Chrisman, Goldberg was an immigrant. He was from Sweden. Yeah, he liked liked uh, foreign guys. And he made his living on the sea as a sailor. So he had a connection to the shipping industry like Kavanaugh and Chrisman. If he was now if he was not the real killer, they said there might be two or three killers here. And you was leaving doodlers there, you know, the little doodles, would you be a uh-huh. copycat or a forger, Timmy? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, what's your thoughts on that, Brandy? You're fucking ridiculous. The San Francisco we Chronicle. The, we ask all the we tough do. questions on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, you two, you two are like Walter we Cronkite. We don't miss the details. Yeah, that's you guys. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco Chronicle reported at the time that he'd been dead for approximately two weeks. Maggots and fly larvae occupied his face. Ooh, that gave me a little bit. It should be noted that Goldberg was, Gilbert, whatever, was not a healthy man. And according to the pathologist report, he suffered from portal cirrhosis. So he was a drunk, uh, and his liver was killing okay. him. So he might have been—he might have died either way. Yeah, he could have yeah. tattooed. Be murdered. Yeah, he was tattooed on both arms, and according to immigration records, between June 1930 and July 1940, he stopped on num- in numerous harbors, including Boston, Porto Vida, Cuba, Shanghai, Melbourne, St. Louis Obispo, Yokohama, and Liverpool. He became a naturalized citizen on August 15th, 1955. It sounds like he was in the Navy. 
where he served as overseas in the Navy. But he could do what Not all of the doodlers victims died. Give us a little YMCA there, Colonel. Okay. So not all of the doodler victims died. Not all of them did? There were at least three attacks. No, there were at least three attacks. In I which bet the all of his survived. murder victims died. There were at least three attacks in which the victims survived and were willing to offer police a description of their assailant. Oh, well, let yeah. me tell you about what happened later, devil. Five months well, after... Well, and Brandy, try right. not to interrupt the colonel during his, during his reading, yes. please. Five months after Harold Gilbert's murder, the San Francisco Police Department released a composite drawing of the suspect. Now, uh, Brandy, that means they, yeah. they kind of took the description and put it all together. Composite. Yeah, they had an artist come in yeah, and said, you. what's it look like? They put all the pieces together. A, a composite is a combination of things that they all put together. So he was known said the police, to frequent bars and restaurants in the upper market in Castro areas. That's before Fidel went and got all crazy and took over the country down there. Yeah, he became a gay communist and moved to San Francisco. He did the pink commies. Fidel, now, Fidel Castro district. Police described the suspect as a black male between 19 and 22 years old, between 5'10 and 6 foot tall, Most basically most of the black males in San Francisco. Who wore a navy type watch cap? Now, so this dude would be what, like seventy? Now, yeah, right? he's twenty two. Yeah, and have a, he'd have a hard time getting a good leverage on the knife. So he's all right. Mm-hmm. Now they believed he had a quiet, serious personality, much like me, with an upper middle class education and above average intelligence. Now, quite possibly, he was an art student because he could draw. He'd informed a witness he was studying commercial art as he was stabbing the shit out of him. And then police said, now, how do you have small talk with somebody you stab? Oh, God damn Sit still. Sit still. Right in the I heart. I think I'm it might have been, student. Colonel. I think it might have been before he started stabbing. I think that's Oh, okay. There. Now, that makes sense to me. Thank you, Gary. Police had never released the right. due to the sketches as the case remains open. But they also believed he had a history of... As UPI, he would be sixty around sixty-seven years old right now. Said at the time of, that he had mental difficulties involving sex, and he mm. had sexual identification I'm guessing problems. He, I'm guessing he couldn't get it up, Brandy. That's what they mean when they are, whenever they say men are having sexual problems, Brandy. That mm-hmm. means they couldn't get it up, uh, or they're day, or they're with someone who's not that attractive. Yeah, basically, perfect. They can't get it up, or they're with with, with somebody kind of well. And he said when he was st- he told each victim, at least the ones that survived, all you guys are alike, and 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 he was saying you people, meaning gay. So in the absence hmm. of an arrest, there were rumors. Now, the late Charles Lee Morris, you know he was a badass, owner and publisher of the San Francisco Sentinel, told investigators about a Los Angeles man who encountered the doodler. He was about to go to bed with a young black man resembling the composite sketch, but changed his mind when a knife fell out of the man's coat, which is a good time to change your mind. That'll do it. That'll run the moment. It's a good time to crawl out the window naked when you see that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, numerous press accounts mentioned three surviving witnesses. One was a European diplomat, hmm, who did not have apparently diplomatic immunity, Timmy. 
because he got stabbed. Mm. Apparently. Who in May met well. a suspect in an upper market restaurant where we, he was having a midnight snack. Uh, is that what you call it? Is that what they call it in that community, Timmy? <laughs> now, reported the Chronicle, the suspect asked if the diplomat had any cocaine. They went back to the diplomat's apartment. It's a good icebreaker. Where the suspect stabbed him six times. Now, see, that's not a, that seems ungrateful. That's just ingratitude right there. So I don't like this guy right now because I don't, his manners are poor. Now, for his part, well, he's a diplomat. The diplomat denied that he had any sexual relations with the suspect. Mm. Yeah. Now, another surviving yeah, sure. witness was an entertainer of some kind who, according to police, was nationally known. You think they're talking about Frank yeah, Sinatra? So I, you know, it could have been in the 70s. It could have been Frank Sinatra. Of he's certainly nationally He's nationally known, he Brandy. nationally known. Well... Could have been John so Wayne. So was Tiny Tim. Maybe it was uh, Anita Bryant. He <laughs> yeah, never it could know. have been. What? Guy hit her with a pie. She stabbed the shit out of him. So thir- the third, described by the Sentinel as a well-known San Francisco figure. Figure that mm. figure being the key mm. word. You think it was Charo, Timmy? Because she had a nice figure back mm. in the 70s. And she... She's a native. Been, she's a native, well-known San Francisco. Could have been Angie figure. Dickinson, Charo. She was always on. The, it could have been Angela Dickinson, Brandy, because she was in Police Woman. At and the she time. had a nice figure. Oh, she had a well-known figure, Timmy. Okay, mm, perfect. She did well. That victim left the family and wouldn't even answer a letter or a phone call. They left the family or the city. Both I'm confused. Both. Wow, son of a bitch. You know, they said that uh, when uh, Colonel, they said that when they uh, when a police woman came on, that it wouldn't last because people wouldn't believe that a woman could be an effective police officer. Yeah. And guess what? It's uh, is it on anymore? It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, hmm. the critics were right, Timmy. Mm-hmm. That's that's mm-hmm. my point. It's like Rizzoli and I. Glad you finally found one. You ever watch Rizzoli and Isles, Timmy? No, yeah. no. What is it? It's about one's like a kind of forensics person, other one's a detective, you know. And but they're both extreme. Uh-huh. You watched it because you like Angie, Angie Harmon. Harmon. Yeah, she got that gravelly voice. She she gives me a little bit of a chub. Does she me. have breast? Does she have breast? Yes, nice ones, nice ones. Jesus, I like breast. I don't know what the show's like about. Maybe. I just watched them two walk about in tight clothing to me. So anyway. Hmm. This well-known San Francisco figure leaves. Now, to understand the lack of cooperation, you have to remember that homosexuality was not socially acceptable. You know, I had the other day, my friend, my son Tanner asked me when I was growing up. For fuck's no, sake. And, you know, I graduated from high school, and, and you noticed know him. He graduated right about the same time. He asked me if I had any gay friends. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell him, I was like, some people weren't gay back then. No, 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 they weren't gays back they then. They were not Brady. gays back then. And, and, and of course, there was gays. It's just, it was not yeah. the environment that you came out and told people that you were gay. No, 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 no. You were a confirmed bachelor. Yeah, you were a confirmed bachelor, but it was, uh, it was really a bit of... And you had a dog with a sweater. <laughs> you did. It was, it was kind yes. of a sad time because people <laughs> couldn't live their lives. I mean, I, I actually That's... know uh, two friends... That were married and had children, and then they finally, you know, had to, 
get about with their real lives and they left the families, you know, and, and went to be who they really were. But I did not know they were gay. And this was during the AIDS epidemic. I did not know they were gay. I had not the slightest clue until they got AIDS and came back. Mm, so yeah. it was. It, it was just a different it was, it was a story. Different, yeah, it was di- definitely a different. It was a world different time. It was a different world. Sure. People just didn't come mm-hmm. out and you know say. So it. some things are better, Brandy. Yeah, we have improved yes. some things. Now there are some things I think you should just keep to yourself. You know, not being gay. Not Ugh. being gay is not one of them. But you know, if you like your opinion. No, I just like. I, I don't know, you know, hmm. people who are talking to you about whatever diet they're on or whatever, you know, whatever uh, TV shows. Or, I mean, just some things just keep to yourself. But if you're gay, I don't yeah, mind. We don't care if you're taking stool softeners. Brandy. Exactly. Just keep that to keep yourself. Keep that to yourself. If you're on a fast, wow. if you're on a fast, I don't give a shit. Just don't come into my office and tell me how good my food smells because you're on a three-day fast. Those are shit, things you should keep He's to yourself. He's got a point, Brandy. He's got a point, I, Brandy. I would never go in his office and tell him how good his food smells. Yeah. Well, if you like to be chained to a wall, whipped with sharp, you know, with hard things. Keep it keep to yourself, it to Brandy. Yourself. We don't care. We don't right. care. We don't care that you got a drug problem, yeah. Brandy. Keep it Your to yourself. Your car got repossessed. Keep it to yourself. Well, yeah, first you, of all, it, you clearly you do s- care that I have a drug problem, so please send me to rehab. You you steal money from old people. We don't care. No, keep it to yourself. Whoa. You kick you kick puppies. Keep it to well, yourself. Last week we was going to send you to saying. rehab, and you said no, no, no. That's a lie. I would never say no, no, no. <laughs> well, I would skip. Back to the story. In 1976, a year after Harold Gullenberg's murder, police questioned a young man who matched the doodler's description. The suspect the cooperated, but stopped short of confessing. Without cooperating, yeah, and this guy—I—I—I I, I, I didn't put this in the script, but this guy was an art there student, and <laughs> an art student, and he—he he was uh, being treated for a sexual Ooh. dysfunction. Because you know, Colonel, back in the day. If you were, uh, you know, if you were trans, uh, transsexual or something like that, or transvestite, that was considered a mental that health issue, right? was in the DSM-4, right? Timmy. Yeah, so illness. people, well, even even homosexuality was, we go back far yeah. enough. So people were being treated for that, and this guy were was being treated uh, for a, it just, it just says, uh, in the research, it was like a sexual problem. So I don't know what it was, but. Well, and so I feel like that should have been something that made the script. I know. I, know. I mean, but instead of you just I coming come up in, with it. I can come in and save it and say things that makes me look yeah. really smart. Yeah, to me just to me add some color commentary that we would other that other podcasts do not afford you. Yeah, I can't give you the whole thing, Brandy, because if I did then why I yeah, wouldn't be, be no needed. Surprise. So See I, I got two sentences left right here. And all of a sudden, I got a surprise ending. I got, it's, it's like I went That's to the massage people... parlor. I got a happy ending on this story, Devil. <laughs> so did they arrest really. this guy, well, Colonel, or what? They were unable to make an arrest, Timmy, because the cooperating witnesses were not cooperating. So over the past four decades, the black doodlers' murders have faded from national attention. 
And so is the name. I can't believe I didn't know this one. And on February 6th, San Francisco released new information on the case and provided the public with a new composite drawing of the suspect. Like the Golden State Killer. Again, Brandy, that just means that they take all. Yeah, I know. You explained it to me earlier. Thank you. Yeah, police are hopeful that one day the black doodala will finally be brought to justice, Timmy. Doodler. I hope I hope it's a one day soon, Colonel, because the dude's almost he's pushing seventy now. He is pushing seventy. Okay, Jesus uh, Christ, Brandy, your final thoughts on the unsolved murders of the Black Doodler? Well, I really think that they could that they should now utilize DNA technology, and maybe they would be able to. Solve this crime. You see how Brad, you see how Colonel she throws out big words like DNA yeah. without not even without any clear understanding how the DNA process about works. Ejaculate on the victims. I, I didn't know ejaculate was the only source of DNA. Well, yeah. Well, you got your ejaculation. You got your spittle. Spittle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your uh, feces. Hair. I guess. I think, you, I think you got your sweat. You got your sweat. So, so there's a lot of I mean, sources of DNA. You're you're right there, Brandy. But uh, thank Colonel, you. what's your what's your uh, what's your final thoughts on the black doodler? Well, I think it was clearly racist to just not call him the doodler, Timmy. So you think uh, it would be appropriate now for us to just call well, him? Well, I the think doodler. these. So you're concerned about his name? Yeah, I think it was. It does. It's just the moniker to call okay. him the black doodler because. What was well, there? Was there thirty-seven other doodlers? It was he was in competition with. There was only one. Well, doodler. yeah, she, he's got a point, Brandy. You don't you don't hear people it's the talking top of his about. <laughs> you don't hear people called the White Angel of Death. It's the Angel of Death, right? I mean, they don't they don't throw out you know the White Night Stalker, yeah, right? The White Jack the Ripper, yeah, as opposed to the Black Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Although that would be a good name, yeah, Black Jack a- Ripper. Well, that would be cool. Yeah. I'm going okay. to London next month, and uh, Leanne and I are going on a Jack Ripper, Jack the Ripper Ooh, that tour. That would be cool, Timmy. Well, that will be delightful. Hmm. All right. Uh, we would like to thank all the wonderful people who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support this highbrow entertainment, uh, then please uh, just go to patreon.com where you can give a little. You can Oh, ba- patreon.com slash historydweebs. Where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Just a wee little bit, Timmy. Okay, Colonel, let's thank some people. Well, let's see. We got Adam McWatters, Elaine Baker, Alexandra, Ali, Alicia Mincy, the Already Gone podcast with the beautiful Nina. With our good friend, Nina Instant. Amanda Christine. Who was delightful, Brandy. Amber Anderson, Amber Scoville. Anna Girl Lion. Andrea O'Dell. Andrew Frazier, Angela Santos, Angela Villafe, Villafe, Villa Fane, Jesus Christ, Anna Garrett, Annette Petre, Anon, Becky Trainer, Ben Dobrovich, Brandy McBride, Bridget Bernhardt, Brittany Martin. You know, I haven't seen on the page. The lovely Kelly Jones. Me and... The lovely Kelly Jones. Kelly 
Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones, Kelly Jones. There you go. How'd you like that one, Devil? You have a good thing going on. just for you, Devil. Christy Lee and Canadian True Crime. Carl, Carol Elise, Charlie from Crime Lines. Uh, is she still doing Rusty Hinges, Timmy? Yes, her and uh, okay. Lars. Yes. And she we she says she's going to make it to the next WeepCon, and we might be able to get them to do Rusty Hinges. At that the would be show, spectacular. So that's our hope. Yeah, it would be. Cheryl LeBlanc, Chris Lane, Christine Howell, Cindy Clark, and Diane Trowbridge. Timmy, Miss Tro, the axe throwing couple. Yes, and Miss Trowbridge just had a birthday. Happy birthday! They're amazing. Axe throwing the axe throwing lovers. Happy birthday, Diane. Yes, Yes, both. Birthday this week. Happy birthday. Comeback podcast. Daniel Bassett, Diane Student, Erica Kenny, Aaron Grouper, Fiona Crisp. Gina Green, a Kansas City Chiefs fan who I like anyway. John Cleveland Payne, Jahara Lopes, Jamie Dent, um, Jason Dykes. John Cleveland Payne runs a couple podcasts. He's going to have to post on the page to let us know what he's up to. Jeff and Don Chestnut. Jeff just had a birthday this week. Happy birthday, Dr. Jeff. Jennifer. Hey, Dr. Jeff. Jennifer Orcutt, Jennifer Svoda, Jess Warford, Jessica Gagrino. Julia Rodriguez, Karen Barnes, Kelly Charette, Kim Stroop, Kimberly Smith, who I got to hang out with quite a bit at DweebCon. Lovely young lady. Christine Malachinsky. She's amazing. Yeah, she's beautiful. Laura O'Reilly, Lydia Wassum Fisher, Maja, Marsha Boris, Marie Marquia Smith, Mary Courtney Sheldon, Melissa Matoy, You Killed My Father, Prepared to Die. Michelle Johns, everybody knows what I think about Michelle. And we missed you, Michelle. We, miss uh, Michelle. Johns, we hope that yeah. you um, hope you show up next. I missed uh, a bunch of people. Weekend. Yeah, Paula Kimes, pleasing tears. Uh, let's see the context and clarity podcast, and we will be picking that one back up in November, Timmy. Uh, you and the lovely Karen, Karen Michelle. Michelle, who yeah embarrassed the whole show, carries that show. She embarrassed us bad. Yeah, she does carry that show. Dweeb Com, but Robin Sherrard. Yeah, that was later though. That was much yeah. later. Ron Montessario, Ruth Whitfield, Sarah Bloom. I love Sarah. She wasn't there either. This year. So are you mm-hmm. saying that Karen Michelle was drinking a she, bit? No, because she I didn't missed drink. That. That's the shame it. of it. She wasn't, she wasn't drinking. That is the that is the scary she part just, of it. She, Oh, she was sober. Yeah, there's something wrong nice. with the girl. Shannon Arnold, Shirley Strap, Stacy Alsop, Stephen Potts, Terry Strafford, Malachi, The Vanish Podcast. Of course, they walk among us. It was good, so good to see uh, Terry Strafford. And it was. That, uh, it's always time. good to see Always Terry. good to see him. Todd Long, Tommy Lane. She was there. It was great to see her, too. Yes, yes. First time that she attended... Uh, Dweeb Con came all the way from Hawaii, so we appreciate that, Tommy. Yes. Great to finally the, meet you. Uh, the, mm. Your traveling partner, Timmy, the lovely Leanne the lovely Flanagan. Leanne. We went to Boston, had a wonderful you time. Just, you, you two are just kind of, uh, what are you, you, you kind of socialize, Timmy. Weird. You just, you just hop about the world together. Just explore the They're globetrotters. Yes, uh, I will be going to see her in London next month. Well, tell her. Uh, tell her I, said I, hope she, I hope she doesn't let you see her place. Hmm. That's, That's what I hope. 
That's a true, devil. No, we won't seems, be going to her place. We're going to be. It in seems London. par. We're going to be in London, and hopefully, we'll get to. Uh, we're hoping to get to have dinner with uh, the lovely Rosanna Fenton and her sidekick Ben. So that should be fun. Yes, that, that, that will be, be fun. great to see them too. And yes, I, but I have to talk to them because they want to go to an Indian restaurant. No, no, oh. yeah, not yeah. for you. Yeah, I know. I have to have a discussion with you. Them. Know what? You can just eat. I love them. Because you I can't can eat wait to see them. Timmy, eat the bread. You you okay there? Just fill yourself up with bread. No, or, or drink no. water or something. They, I mean, they don't. I don't think they appreciate how, how, my weird. taste. Well, I wasn't going to use the word weird, but they, I don't know if they understand that I'm a little bit How different. delicate your no, system I don't, is. I don't know how they couldn't. Timmy, you got a delicate constitution when it comes to food. I do. I don't I know do how they couldn't understand. Delicate. I have a – the colonel hit hit, the head, hit it on the head, Brandy. I have a delicate constitution. Yes. I'm delicate. Mm-hmm. I'm delicate. Yeah. Uh, we got delicate let's see, Tracy yeah. Smith, VB. Whitney James, Rudy the Wonder Dog, and the woman we do it for week after week after week after week. And this had a good body count in it for you, Dottie. The lovely Dottie Scott. Yes, my mom. Hey, uh, thank you, I Dottie. So we also want to thank Rebecca. Oh, Rebecca for, Shule. Yeah, for uh, <laughs> helping us with the cost of the theater for DweebCon. We really appreciate it, Rebecca. And. Uh, Maria has a new podcast. It's called My Hashtagless Life, um, which is really funny. So check it out. It's, in my, it's on iTunes, My Hashtagless my Life. Hashtag life. All, all right. right. Well, thank you all for well, joining Jimmy, I us. Just any, to say, any final thoughts, you guys? I appreciate uh, just another wonderful script from you, Timmy. I wish the devil could have just read the damn thing and stuck to the script. I know, but I think I know. that I mean, your you pros know. came through anyway. Thank you, Colonel. Well, you know you're only uh, you're only as strong as your That's weakest true. link, uh, Colonel. That's true. Yeah, you're pretty goddamn weak there, yeah. uh, Brandy. Brandy, uh-huh. you have anything else to say on your behalf? Uh, I will see you both tomorrow, and when I do, <laughs> just wait for it. Uh, All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweez. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. That was a pretty good one. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.